Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast, with yours truly, Nate Webb, the founder of Bullies Be Gone. Here on BBG, I go into all things kindness, bringing in guests and experts from all wakes of life. And we are all here for one reason and one reason only, to help you and your kids get over bullies, get off social media, and love your lives. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb. Let's get to it. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. You know, I am always preaching about how we need to love our kids unconditionally, how we need to show them that we love them and that we will always love them no matter what. Because a lot of the kids I talk to in my office as a school counselor talk to me about how they feel like their parents only love them if they perform well. Well, today I am talking with Mama Esther from Moms of Bigs on Instagram, and she and I talk about unconditional love and how we can be a better example to our kids. This one is full of golden nuggets of wisdom and knowledge from this amazing woman, so you're going to want to listen up. But first, got to pay the bills. All right, everybody, we are back. I am so excited about today's guest. I have here with me my friend Esther. Um, so when she is not snacking on potato chips and milk while watching her first responder shows, she is the mom to four grownish and flownish children and wife to one of the kindest men she's ever met. She's a fierce passion to restore hope for the sacred space where our hearts and homes meet. When it comes to parenting, her big, hairy, audacious goal is to give her kids the of unconditional love and the wings of freedom to be completely themselves. Welcome, welcome, Esther, to the show. Well, thank you. I'm so privileged to be here. I really appreciate you asking me. Oh, well, I am so happy you said yes. I was like, oh my gosh, you responded. Let's do this. How the heck are you? I'm doing really well today. It's a nice day. Well, I shouldn't say nice because I try not to moralize the weather, but it is a sunny, warm day. <laughs> here in new jersey on the east coast and you're we're like all the way i know i know i'm here in utah you're in new jersey guys guys there are nice people in jersey (laughs) okay there are nice people in jersey it's crazy but true (laughs) (laughs) so i I just gotta say when i first came across your across your page and everything and what saw what you did i i was starstruck you are a normal, awesome individual, but what you do is so amazing and needed. But how did you end up in this space, being a champion for unconditional love and kindness for our kids? How did you end up here? Well, I have to say, this is kind of an interesting thing. Uh, when my children were smaller, I had my youngest two were like seven and nine at the time, and my nine-year-old was how do I say this? He's very black and white thinker. And he just said what he was. And he would argue into you into the, (laughs) to the ground, even at nine. And his seven-year-old sister said to him at the time, you know, it is more important to be kind than right. And I was (laughs) like, oh, that is a major goal now for my life, because I tend to be a little black and white. And I tend to be more, it's more important to me often to be right And that I couldn't have been more prophetic into my life. And that is sort of a mantra that I've taken after that is that it is more important to be kind 
than right. So, and maybe that was a famous person. I thought it was from her and I've seen it a lot of other places, but I'll take it. I don't care where she heard it, but it really did change and almost changed our entire family structure, believe it or not. And so where along the road did you dive into like championing this on social media and like your moms of bigs and all that stuff? Well, um, my then graduate from high school said to me, mom, you really need to go on social media. You have so much good stuff to share. And, you know, you've taught us a lot of stuff, but it would be great if you talk to other people. And I have a real heart for the relationships that parents have with their kids. How do they do this thing well? And you just read my mantra to give the roots of unconditional love and, you know, to give the wings of freedom. That's kind of my mantra on my Moms of Bigs page. And I do think that um, I know that I personally need unconditional love, right? (laughs) It's the only thing that's ever brought about lasting change for me. Mm -hmm. And when I go back to that mantra from my then seven-year-old, it's better to be kind than right. I think that that's what's true. I think we've gotten ourselves into a situation now where kindness is kind of like passe or out the window. And, and, and you think, oh, it's way more important to be right. And mm-hmm. I don't see that. I've never seen that transform a person. When no. we act like we're right or, or we're actually unkind, those two things destroy They just destroy. And I don't want that. I do have a fierce passion for where our hearts meet our homes. And so, yeah, this is how I got into the space. And my, thankfully, my grownish and flownish kids have given me blanket permission to write about them and to reach into those, you know, those parents. And a lot of times their bigs, their grown and flownish kids come on my page and they're like, oh, wow, I want to pass this along now to future generations. So that's how I got into it. And I don't know what happened on social media. It just kind of went crazy. I think this <laughs> You blew up is what happened, mama. Okay. Uh, no, I, I'm very grateful. And I think it's really speaks to that place where this is, it's missing. So when you have, there's a quote, I, don't, I think it's, oh, I don't know who it's by, but it says where your, uh, you know, your passion is where your deep gladness and the world's hunger meets. And so obviously this does, I have four kids, uh, is my deep gladness that they would feel unconditionally loved. And then I, I would feel that too, to myself, like you, you and I talked in the pre-call about one of it is we have to show unconditional love to ourselves. So I feel that way about me. But also, um, I just think about how um, parents out there really need to have this as well. Like they need to have unconditional love for themselves and then unconditional love for their kids. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, as a school counselor, I see a lot of kids who feel that their parents, that like their love for them is dependent on good performance, on something that yeah. they, they feel that their parents only love them if X, Y, and Z. In your experience, what's what stops teens from being themselves when it comes to their parents? I think you're hitting the nail on the head. And I think that is one of the tables, quote unquote, I want to flip in people's minds um, is that we we don't love our kids based on their performance. And I think it has to do with this. And this is what I think is true for most of our lives. We're afraid. We actually, our worth is based on our performance. Mm -hmm. And and 
Ooh, ooh, look at ooh, Inception. I, ooh, that's deep. Yeah. So if if our worth is based on our performance, as soon as we become parents, right, then our worth is based on our kids' performance. Ooh. And that is something that I had to undo big time, you know, like I just had to slowly undo that in my own life and get, you know, get healing for myself to go like, you know what, actually my worth is not based on my performance. And like, yes, I've blown up on social media in this space, but I, I tackle that every day. If I have 200 followers or a hundred thousand followers, it doesn't matter. My worth is not based on how I perform on the external. My worth is based on the fact that I am unconditionally loved, you know, and that's, I am beloved. That's just true end of story. And so when you have that, you can't give away to other people, including your children, especially teens or any, any age kid, you cannot give that to them unless you have that for yourself. Man, that is so true. And I think a lot of the times the the message is sent accidentally um, that we don't, that we only love our kids if X, Y, and Z. A lot of kids, for a lot of kids, it's just something as simple as a social media post. When the only time their parents talk about them is on Facebook, when look at the first place trophy, look at the 4.0 GPA, look at X, Y, and Z. And the kids here, I only love you fully if you do something incredible, because that's the only time I truly acknowledge you to other people. Right. And they're not meaning to say that, but that's what they're accidentally saying. But what what you said that made me like, oh my gosh, what's actually happening is I only think that I'm worth it if you perform well. And so I'm going to show the world I'm a good parent because my kid's performing well, but that's not the case. Right. No, it isn't the case at all. And I think I think that's why I talk a lot on my page about the messiness of it all. And like we're when we screw up as parents and when we do have um, our worth based on our performance and when we're waiting for the other shoe to drop or all the emotions mm. that go along with compare. And even like when we compare ourselves to other people and that that I do. You asked the question about, you know, why why do teens wonder about their, um, you know, who they are with their parents? And I. I definitely think that parents fall into that trap, just like everybody about comparing themselves and social media is a beast. You know, it is a, it is a beast. We're, we're trying to use it for good. You and I, but it is, it is one of those places. My, my daughter, um, she went off Instagram for quite a long time um, because of, of this very thing of constantly comparing herself to other people. And then, yeah. And then I'm posting like, look, she just graduated from high school with a, whatever, I'm so proud of her. And there is that insidious message that we're sharing with them that, wow, I love you when. And I think like, that's what's weird is it's not even like, I love you if it is like, I love you when, and then implied in that is I love you if. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, parents, there's nothing wrong with bragging about your kids. But I think it's even more important to tell them to their face that you love them no matter what more often than you post about them so that they don't have to rely on some hidden message inside of a post. They know it from your mouth every single day that you love them no matter what. And it can be from small things. A lot of times I I find that that connections are grown with kids when we just spend time doing stuff that they like, stuff that's important to them to show that we care about them. We care about the things they do. We love them, even though we may not 
care about anime or whatever else things <laughs> they might like to do. But if they like anime, let's go show me how to draw anime or, you know, do something that they enjoy for a little while. Well, it's interesting that you say that because when I was a, a mom of, I think my first daughter was going to become, was being a teenager. And my second son, I think was 11 or 12. And he had a little girlfriend in middle school. <laughs> And I was really struggling with this little girl in middle school. I was like, oh, I think she's one of the mean girls and he's only 11 or 12 and, you know, all that stuff. And I was just nervous about her. And a friend of mine, an older mom said to me, this is the mantra that my mom told me and I'm going to tell you. And it did. This was another thing that really changed everything for me was and just what you said, love who they love and love what they love end of story and that doesn't mean like what they love it just means poor just what you said if they love anime you get to know them you find out about them you talk to them why do you love it what and that i it's i think i love people more the more i know them right the more you know them the more you're proximate to people it's easier for you to love them so as you get to know and you put your energy and time into what your kids love and who your kids love end of story, then, then they feel unconditionally loved. And even last night I was on a little Zoom meeting. My daughters are in a book club with me. One lives in California, one lives in Pennsylvania. And it, afterwards uh, we just stayed on for a little more and my daughter was struggling with something. She wants to know how to change the world. She's like 21 and she's like, mom, how do you change the world? I, there's so much bad. And we were just kind of hashing through how, you know, like, doing the next right thing and keeping good boundaries and, you know, not getting caught up in the big stuff, but doing the next right thing in love and just one act of kindness. And we were kind of working through that. And at the end, I just looked at my two girls, right. And I said to them, you know what, you guys are such gifts to me. Mm. You guys are just gifts in a new, I'm learning so much from you. I'm growing so much from you. And then we all just started to cry. And <laughs> but I think you're right. It is like, no one was doing anything spectacular at that point in time. We were just on a little Zoom call. And I was like, I just want to tell them it's true. They are gifts. Why wouldn't I just tell them right now? I love that. I love that so much because kids, they don't, they don't need, they, they have enough going on at school. Their brains don't need to have to look for hidden. I love you's in between lines on a post. Just say the dang words, mom and dad. Um, something that I, I was thinking about the other day, um, with our actions, do our kids feel unconditionally loved or conditionally judged? Because sometimes we feel like we love them unconditionally, Mm -hmm. but it comes across as conditional judgment that I love you most of the time, but under these conditions, judgy judgy comes out like oh you are dating the emo boy in school what are you doing honey what on earth you could do so much but okay thanks for the won't talk to you about that ever again thank you very much they have a really good bs radar like they'll tell us stuff to just test us they'll be like so so sally uh cheated on her test mom uh what do you what do you think about that Mom's like, oh, if that was my kid, I will, you, you, they would mm, be in so much trouble. And we're like, 
Well, I know what I'm not going to talk to my mother about now because she lost her crap on an imaginary friend. Right. Um, <laughs> so with your actions, parents, do your kids get the message that they are unconditionally loved or conditionally judged? That is a mic drop. <laughs> Boom. And, and it's like, you, I just feel like it's that behind the scenes sort of insidious stuff. Like you got you know, oh, so-and-so, you know, even like bus stop talk, you know, yeah. they're around at the bus stop and, and people, other people are, come. oh, I heard about this college student who did X, or I heard about this girl who did Y. And if you engage in those conversations about other people, if they see you judging other people's kids, they're going to feel judged because, yep. and they're not going to feel safe. And I know, <laughs> I said to our son, this is crazy. When he turned 18, he was a senior. I said to him, you know what? I have one thing for you. No police. And he was like, what? I go, I, I, my standards are so low right now. Just no police. And he was like, what is your problem, mom? And I was like, I don't want to be in the little town blotter. I don't want, you're 18 now. I don't want it to be like, hey, so-and-so got whatever. And he was like, that's kind of pathetic. And I realized, yeah, it was. But I was so nervous. I was judging myself. Mm -hmm. I was nervous about other people judging me. And then in that framework, it made him feel like, oh my gosh, if I get in the police blotter, like I can't, what am I going to do? Like my mom isn't going to quote unquote, love me the same, or she's going to be disappointed in me. Even just that standard, I was like, no police. And I thought that was such a low standard, but it still said to him, you can't fail or else I won't mm -hmm. quote unquote, love you unconditionally. Yep. Yep, exactly. Um, oh, so much. And I know there's lots of parents who are like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Uh, and just be aware. Be aware of your actions. Be aware of your words. The way you talk about other kids, other people to your kids. There are so many things, odds are your kids haven't had the courage to tell you about yet. Whether it be feelings they're having, actions they've taken, thoughts they're feeling, whatever it may be, that they're trying to muster up the courage to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. And if they hear you talking about someone else's kid or someone else in a judgmental way, in a condescending way, even if you think you're joking about it, oh, those stupid conservatives or oh, the, the, the liberals or whatever it may be, it's going to also make them feel a little bit of judgment too, because they might identify with some of those things that you are being condescending about. So don't be overwhelmed. Just, <laughs> just, just be aware of your words and your actions. So how can we send the right message, Mama Esther? I'm just going to call you that. Mama Esther, how can we send you through? How can we send the right message? How can we give them those roots of unconditional love and wings of freedom? Yeah, and I, I love what you're doing about the whole kindness thing. And I was thinking about a little bit as I... Again, I say we can't really give what we don't have ourselves. I can't give you a $20 bill if I don't have $20, right? So I have to be kind to myself. I have to unconditionally love myself. Mm -hmm. And then I think the best ways for kids to learn how to be kind or how to love well is for them to be loved. For me to give away what I already possess myself. <laughs> I love this so much. Yes. So, yes, yes, yes. you know, and, and, and love is one of those great things that the more you give, the more there is. And there's no, I have four kids. When I had my second, I'm like, there's no, I'm going to love this one. It, it multiplies. It never divides. It does yeah. not 
divide. If I unconditionally love my kids, and yeah, I would even go at hazard to say is, I just love you. Even sometimes the no matter what implies that they're doing something wrong. Like it, it just, I just try to say like, yeah, I love you, period. End of story mm. is, is a little more helpful sometimes yes. than no matter like what. Because it's like, oh, if you're a screw up, I'll love you. If you're this, I'll love you. It's like, <laughs> well, actually, I love you. End of story. There's no like, and there's no other way. And I have right. to say it to myself. I, I've, got, I've gotten on this weird thing recently where I do look in the mirror a lot of mornings and I have to say, I say to myself, I love you. How can I help you today? And I have to say that to myself. And then, you know, as I give myself love, it, it just is a two-way street. I feel so much love from others when I love. It just it just goes back and forth. I feel very unconditionally loved by my four kids. I, I just do. They love me no matter what, but they just love me, period, end of story. It just, and I'm very, very grateful for that. I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm very grateful, but I, like I said, I think it is because love multiplies. It's never divided. Yes, it does. I have man. Amen to all Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> right. Um, so how can people keep up and see what you are up to? Shameless plug time. Let's go. <laughs> well, the biggest way you can find me is I have a website, estherjoygets.com, but um, and I have three different things going on there. But really, Instagram and Facebook, I'm moms of bigs, that's easy. And really what I'm doing there is I want to create a community of moms of bigs. This isn't the Esther show. This is, I don't want it to be the Esther show. This is about us moms helping other moms to love our kids unconditionally, give them the roots of that, and then help them to have the wings of freedom to be completely them selves no mini me's we're not trying to make mini me's nope. we're trying to you know help our kids figure out who they are so they can give themselves as gifts to the world the same way as we've given ourselves as gifts to them so that's that's really it i and i i love it i love engaging with people i will respond if you dm me and yes just, she will <laughs> yes she will and i just feel so i feel so passionate about creating community, not the Esther show. This is all of us in the same boat in our lives, human beings trying to learn. And we're all still learning how to do this human gig well, and how to love well, and how to be kind to plug this podcast. There you go. To be kind to one another. And all of those links will be in the podcast description. So you can go check her out on Instagram, on Facebook, and join this community to help your kids love themselves, love your, and you love yourself, um, and just make the world a better place. If you want your daily dose of positivity, make sure to go check out bulliesbe.gone on Instagram as well. If you want to get me in your church event or school, go and DM me or email me at bullies.speaker at gmail.com. And always remember you are wonderful. You are worthy and you are worth it. Go home and give your kids an eight second hug, and we'll see you on the next one.